Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. Today, we're talking about something that is super important, very near and dear to my heart, and something that is responsible for engendering a true and tried deep confidence in mathematics for myself, and that is mental math. Mental math is something that I believe is often overlooked, unfortunately, in school today, and there's a school that I work at now where I've been teaching fourth grade math for the last several months in the Pacific Palisades in California. And at this school, they they actually do emphasize math fluency, as it's called. They emphasize mental math in different ways. They have these amazing games and pattern boxes that are used to reinforce and build mental math abilities, primarily with multiplication. As most things, everything essentially stems from multiplication, the vision, and so on, and, and all sorts of different operations. If your multiplication gets strong, everything else will fall into place. So unfortunately, a lot of schools and a lot of teachers and tutors, I, I believe, do not emphasize the importance of mental math appropriately. And I think it has a lot of amazing benefits, some that I've been privy to from a personal standpoint, and also some that I've seen my students experience when they've really taken the time to improve their math abilities, their mental math abilities. So we're gonna talk about all of that today. So as we, before we jump into, I'm gonna be going through four key reasons why mental math is so important. And then I'm gonna talk about ways in which students and even adults can work on their building their mental math abilities. There's a whole suite of different ways that you can do it. And just bear in mind one thing, one thing above all else. I think there's a mistaken belief that you either are really good with mental math or you're not. And it's essentially a, a the, the notion or the idea is that it's black or white. And it's just not true at all. And that's my take on math in general. It's You're not a math person or simply not a math person based on your DNA. It doesn't work like that. It just takes practice and dedication like anything else. I've been getting really into tennis for the last year and a half. I played a, a fair amount as a child and then unintentionally so, took a hiatus from the sport for, I don't even know, 20 years, something like that, 18 years. And living in Los Angeles with beautiful weather all the time, I figured, let me get back into it. It's the one sport that I've always loved. And it's really the same as learning math. I got back into it and I was very rusty. And my swing, every I mean, everything was off. My shots were going all over the place. I think when I showed up for the first time at cardio tennis, which is a class that I still continue to go to regularly, I was easily the worst player there. Easily. And... My shots were so wild, so unpredictable. I had no idea what I was doing. It was almost embarrassing because I had taken lessons and gone to many summer camps as a kid. I thought I was pretty good when I was 14, 15, and I was atrocious. And then slowly but surely, with dedication practice, I've been playing four to five times a week. I've got a teacher. Lo and behold, 
my skills have dramatically improved. And the same thing can happen with math, whether it's mental math or algebra or whatever you are working on with the right practice and the right tutelage, you can achieve a high level of mastery. So let me tell you a little bit first about my experience with mental math and why it was so pivotal for me. When I was in fourth grade, we had different math groups at my school in Michigan. And I was not in the highest math group. I was in the middle math group. And it didn't, it didn't necessarily bother me. I think it was, I, it, it just is what it was what it was. I didn't think about it too much. But my parents wanted me to move into the higher math group. And what was holding me back was we were, we were given these quizzes on a regular basis involving multiplication that I would routinely get one or two questions wrong. And that would hold me from advancing farther down the line with these multiplication quizzes. And I really didn't pay much attention to them because I figured, well, I made a silly mistake. I could go back and get it correct. What's the big deal? And it was because my math fluency wasn't that strong. So my my dad is amazing at math and was always the top student in his entire class. And one of the top students, I think, in the in Mumbai, something like that. Like he was, he was very, he did extremely, extremely well on his high school exams. And in India, every, your exams it's almost like statewide, and they compare them against all students. And he graduated across the board, top of his entire class. And I, I don't know where he ranked somewhere, but anyways, math was his forte. He was by a large margin always the best at mathematics. And my mom was also very good as well. And so they. They saw me struggling a bit and they wanted to help me along. So my mom and my dad would sit down with me at night and make me practice the multiplications table. And I actually didn't mind it. I I, I didn't have really strong feelings for it or against it. I just did it because they wanted to do it with me. And it was such an eye-opening experience. It was so cool as far as the outcome because with I think it was within two weeks, something like that, maybe even a week, I got so comfortable with the multiplication and then before I knew it, I was racing through them and I was finishing them before everybody else and getting perfects, perfects, perfects. And that was what was eventually, it was those results that pushed me into the upper level group for math. And that's where I stayed from then all the way through my senior year in high school. I was in the, the highest math group for for all my years. and. But that's not even important. It That's irrelevant, more or less. I was in the highest math group, great. But the important part is that it created this incredible level of confidence. I all of a sudden went from thinking that I was sort of okay with math to thinking I was really good at math. And it was just a belief that I had and that was changed by something tangible, by these results that I was getting. And after that belief was formed, nobody could take it away from me. And it was just reinforcing, self-reinforcing after that, moving forward and forward and forward and more positive results and more understanding of higher levels of math. And before I knew it, I just had this belief that was so strong and solid. And I thought that no matter what would come my way, I could figure it out. And that's why mental math to me is so valuable, especially at a young age, because it can lay such an amazing foundation such incredible growth can come from it. So that's my spiel on it. I really do think it's the source of my success for math all throughout my my life. And I want to talk about it today because I think it's important for your kids. I also emphasize for all my private clients as well, 
to work on mental math in a number of different ways. I even have a course on Udemy that would deal specifically with multiplication and it also uses visual aids and music and a rhythmic pattern of recitation of the numbers. So hopefully it's it's fun and somewhat enjoyable and pleasant to watch and use to bolster your multiplication skills. But I'm gonna get into that later as far as different resources and tools and ways that you can improve your mental math. First, I wanna talk about some of the reasons why mental math is so important, aside from just my own personal experiences and anecdotes. Now, I've written an article on this. It's called The Importance of Mental Math, and it's on the Scalar Learning blog, so feel free to check that out if you want to read it as well or show it to your child or students. So the first thing is something that I've touched on already with respect to my experience is confidence. And really, confidence is key. It's... It is the, it's the linchpin for success in whatever endeavor you are pursuing. If you feel confident and capable of doing something, it's just so much easier to move forward and keep at it and basically shoot for success, shoot for really, really positive results. So confidence is so important. Again, people have this false belief, false sense that you're either gifted with math ability or not. I'm just not a math person. I can't tell you how many people have said that to me, parents, children, everybody. <clears throat> and it's it's just a ridiculous idea. You you may people even might consider themselves not athletic. Again, these are skills that maybe some people might might have a bit more a bit more of an affinity for it or enjoy certain things more, but things can be learned, habits can be formed and skills can be developed. So it's super important because mental math is really the starting point and if you can get a really solid base with mental math, it can it can give you this incredible confidence that you need that can spur you forward for the rest of your days, right? So it's it's an integral part of po- uh, forming a positive belief and that's why I think it's so important. And the best part about mental math is it's not hard to master. It really does not take that much time. There's not that much to it. It's basically memorization in a large sense. But when it when it's done correctly, when it's not just memorization, but vis- visualization that happens alongside the memorization, it just becomes so powerful and it just makes everything so easy. Okay, the next thing, the next reason why mental math is super important, aside from just developing confidence, is it is very, very important for standardized tests. Standardized tests like the ICE, which don't allow calculators at all, so of course mental math is important, and even the SAT and the ACT. Now, the SAT was just redesigned in April of 2016, sorry, March of 2016 is when it came out, and they now have changed the math and the verbal section. The math got some pretty substantial changes as far as the question types, and what you see now is that there is a no calculator section. This wasn't the, the case before. The math, you could use a calculator if you wanted to. What I will say on this front is that, of course, for the no calculator section, mental math is now very important. Yes, you should still write down your work when possible and verify what you've done, but mental math is important because it makes you go so much faster if you have solid math fluency with respect to multiplication, division, etc. You can go so fast and be so accurate and then you use the written work 
to verify, but your mental math will also verify the written work. You could accidentally write the wrong thing down. You could forget to carry a one, something along those lines. If you have your mental math at your disposal, guess what? That's a checking mechanism. That's a way for you to verify whether or not you may have made a carrying error. Because if it looks off, you're gonna know. If it's, if it's off, it's gonna look off and you're gonna know because of your ability to make the same calculation in your head. So it's super important. Uh, th this is true uh, as well for these calculator sections, but yeah, I mean, for the non-calculator section, oh, it's so helpful. So mental math for standardized tests is, it's just gonna give you a huge benefit and a huge boost. And in addition to simply increasing your accuracy, it will significantly increase your speed. My mental math, granted, is quite good because I practice all the time. I, I do math nonstop throughout the day. Whereas most students, even really good math students, they're doing it for a period, a portion of each day, and the rest of the day is occupied with other subjects and things like that. So it's not the case for me. I'm pretty fast. And I can usually take the, I can complete the SAT math section in about half the time with pretty high accuracy. Usually, you know, typically probably not get anything wrong. But that's with tons and tons of practice. But that's what it's enabled me to do. That mental math has enabled me to go super, super fast, way faster than when I was in high school. Okay, so beyond, beyond these standardized tests, mental math, the third reason why mental math is important is because it's going to translate to higher success on school exams. Now, some of you may think that's obvious, but school exams usually there's not as much time pressure, typically, depending on your school, but there's typically not as much of a time crunch as there are for standardized tests. So people might think, well, I don't need mental math for this. I can take my time, I can write out the work, etc." But really, the, the fact that your speed is going to be increased, your confidence, all these things, it's going to translate to these tests. It's just going to make everything run much, much more smoothly by a significant factor. Okay, finally, the last reason, and this is a bit of a, some of you might find this a bit of a silly reason, but I can tell you from personal experience, I, th I think it's pretty cool, and I think it's pretty worthwhile to recognize this fact. People assume that if you are fast with math mentally, that you are smart. And what does smart even mean? I can't even tell you, because... There's different types of intelligence in different realms and in, in the arts, in music, and athletics. So smart is a word that's thrown around a lot, and I think people usually mean smart in an academic sense, which is very limiting and, and really misses the point of what it means to be skillful. But let's put all that aside for now. What I'm talking about is general perception. And if you if you can really rip through some calculations mentally, people will look at you in awe. And I know from personal experience, and it's kind of cool. And why is that something to actually pay attention to? Because some people might say, well, that's just stroking your own ego. People are impressed, big deal. But where it actually matters is when you are looking for a job. If somebody's looking to hire somebody, obviously, I do the same thing when I'm looking to hire people. I did the same thing when I was interviewing people at law firms. You look for what you consider to be intelligence. And by intelligence, I mean somebody who's able to get a job done efficiently, effectively, etc. 
you often think that this isn't always true, but you often naturally assume that if you're good academically, you'll be able to be good on the job. And one of the key cornerstones of academics is, of course, math. So if somebody is quick on their feet and able to perform all these amazing calculations, that is obviously going to bode well for them. And if you have this ability, this amazing, this amazing confidence with numbers, it will translate. If you can have an opportunity to demonstrate that, it will bode well for you. There's two fields, though, in particular where it is not something where being good with numbers is not just a nice benefit. It's actually essential. Those two fields are, and there's more, by the way, I mean, engineering, countless other fields that where it matters, but I'm talking about quick mental math is investment banking and management consulting. Now, I've never interviewed for an investment bank, and I have many, many friends who are investment bankers. They tell me that the interview process is grueling and involves a lot of math. Now, I have gone through the interview process for management consulting firms. It was something that I was considering doing after law prior to starting my own business. And it, I, I have friends and family who work as management consultants and in the interview process, as well as on the job, there's a huge emphasis on being able to make mental calculations very, very quickly. So if that, and it's a very lucrative career, it's a very excellent career, it's a great gateway into whatever it is you wanna do because as a management consultant, you will get the opportunity to work with all sorts of different companies. They essentially hire you in on a two or three month basis, sometimes six months, it varies, but to come and do these short-term projects to fix, optimize, improve, etc. So it's a great line of work. So remember, good mental math has some real valid applications to the real world if these are some careers that you're interested in. So now we've talked about the importance of mental math. I've talked about my experiences. Now I wanna share a little bit about how you can work on your mental math. Now I apologize in advance because the first thing that I'm going to recommend is a, it's a piece of, it's a mechanism that I have created myself and it's a video course on Udemy called 24 Days to Multiplication Mastery. But here's the thing, I don't say that it will necessarily jive with everybody. Some people might like it, some people might not. There's music, there's me, I'm sort of reciting the multiplication facts in almost a rap. If that's your thing, cool. And I have kids that use it and really enjoy it. I have kids that have tried it and don't like it and don't want to use it. So if you, but I recommend trying it. And if you're listening to this podcast, just shoot me an email if you're interested in trying it and it sells for $20, I'll happily send you a 50% coupon to get it half off for $10 and you can check it out uh, for yourself. And it's, it's a cool thing because it's, it gives you the three minutes every day where it's short, it's a short amount of practice, but it gives you three minutes every day and it first starts with the twos, three days of the twos, then three days of the threes, three days of the fours, so on and so forth, and each video is followed by a quiz. That's cumulative, so first you just get tested on the twos, then the threes and the twos, then the fours and the threes and the twos, so on and so forth. I made it because I recognized that there was a gap as far as what was available to learn mental math, specifically multiplication. I didn't see anything out there that I felt had the music element, had the visual element, and had the personal element, so that's why I created it. Check it out, will not be offended if you don't like it. There are other amazing ways that you can improve your mental math. There's, there's some incredible, so there's two things in particular that we use at the private schools in the Palisades. One is called IXL. You can find it at IXL.com. The other one is Alex, A-L-E-K-S. 
Alex is an amazing program. Hopefully your child's school has a subscription to it and uses it. There's a tool in Alex called Quick Tables. And Quick Tables is a timed multiplication test that can really help you or your child or whoever it may be improve with mental math. IXL also has tools that can help your kids work through their math and improve very quickly. Another option, old school times tables. That's what I did when I was a kid, and that's what solidified my mental math abilities. If you, if your child, your child may prefer flashcards or times tables. I don't know, and it, it varies based on personal preference, based on what type of learner they are. But try it, and that might be what they enjoy. There's also a whole bunch of video games, awesome, awesome video games that you can download, that can base that basically where the mechanism of moving forward is getting these multiplication questions right or division questions right there's some really cool driving games or coding related games that are available out there and for more information on these i'm going to put a whole list in the show notes so check it out and look into these games and have your kid try a bunch and see what see what is is fitting for them and see what is enjoyable for them but the bottom line is too, I want you to take this episode to heart and not just tell kids or tell your students or tell yourself even that you have to learn mental math because it's the way it is. Recognize that there are reasons and rationales that are very important and very critical to internalize. And once those are properly internalized, a lot of the hard work as far as the utilization of willpower to memorize these will, will no longer be necessary because you will want to learn and become good with math on your own. You could become good with mental math on your own because you'll recognize the inherent value in it. And that's about it on mental math. I hope this was helpful. I hope this was useful. I hope you take this information and move forward and really try and either improve your mental math or help your child or student improve their mental math as well. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to check out the show notes, go to www.scalarlearning.com forward slash podcast and feel free to shoot me an email. If you have any questions whatsoever, respond to everything. Huzefa at scalarlearning.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Please check back with us for our next episode and see you next time. Take it easy. Scalar.